Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Time now for the DenverSports.com front page. Stop what you're doing and listen. Taking a look at the top stories in Denver sports taken from your online home for the best opinions and information on the Broncos, Nuggets, Avalanche, Rockies, and more. What in the name of Dan Issel? With today's DenverSports.com front page, here's Schlereth and Evans. You did it to me again, Mark. You took me down the rabbit hole, what off I the rails, and I, I forgot to mention our outstanding Nuggets conversation. Papa Murphy's home of uh, Take and Bake Tuesdays, oh. $5 Fridays. Uh, you don't feel like cooking today. Take it from years of uh, firsthand experience. Nothing easier, better than picking up a Papa Murphy's pizza and then just pop it in the oven and then delicious, real easy dinner if you're looking for that tonight. Papa Murphy's. So, we jump into the uh, denversports.com front page. Let's get to uh, some of what's being written there. Drake May to the Broncos? One mock draft suggests that this could happen. Andrew Mason laying out the details that if uh, Denver's willing to trade this package, they could move up to number two. Uh, The trade offer would be... First-round pick this year, number 12 overall, a 2025 first-round pick, mm-hmm. a 2025 second-round pick, and a 2026 first-round pick. Basically, you're looking at the Trey Lance deal to uh, to move up and wouldn't involve any players. wouldn't involve, you know, Patrick Sertan or anybody like that. Would you do that to move all the way up to number two? No. I mean, what do you got to... Uh... This team, this team needs to recoup capital, not give more capital away. Ah, see, I disagree. If, as somebody that stands with Sean, uh, if Sean Payton truly identifies um, one of these quarterbacks as somebody that he absolutely believes is his next Drew Brees, then you know what? Make the move. Bring the guy in there and start building around him, knowing that you're in the age of Mahomes anyway. No matter who you have at quarterback, you're, you're probably not going to have a quarterback right away that's going to be able to go head-to-head with uh, Mahomes. So if you feel like you have the guy, give it up now and then build slowly around him. Three firsts. If you're convinced, if you're convinced this is the guy. Yeah. Three firsts over the next three years and a second. Correct. No players. But you get the quarterback that you believe is your Mahomes or your Breeze. And you have the time, you have the luxury of building around him the right way because Mahomes and the Chiefs aren't going anywhere anytime soon. Building around him the right way without any picks. Without any first rounder. Well, not not in the immediate, no. We're talking about a long-term four or five year build around the guy, yeah. So you can ruin him before he's before you get enough talent around him for him to be. Yeah, Peyton Manning wasn't ruined. Troy Aikman wasn't ruined. They played for bad teams early on. Yeah, but the the Cowboys made that trade in '89 for the '89 for Herschel Walker, where they started accumulating all kinds of talent. Well, then maybe you make a shrewd trade to accumulate some some assets. How so you, you wouldn't do. How it. you gonna do that, players? Right. You wouldn't do it? So you're going to trade known commodities for unknown commodities? I'm going to trade Pat Sertan, most valuable player you probably have on your team, 
going to trade him for picks. Well, at the time, Herschel Walker was a known commodity. He was a Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, but he was already, he played all those years in the New Jersey Generals. He was still a really good running back. Really good? Really good. He had those tiny little, tiny baby steps. I never understood that. Like you walking across the hotel room. Like me shuffling around. He must have been, it's hard to tackle because he was like, you get shocked every time you touch him. Them little shuffly steps. Boy, he played in a time when the running backs were the glory. Well, they were the glory that guys, was weren't the they? Glory position. They were the glory. That was the glory position more than even quarterback. Yeah, coming yeah. out of college. Remember when it was? It was. It was Herschel Walker. It was uh, Billy Sims. It was uh, oh, Billy Marcus Sims. Dupree. Billy was, Sims was fun to watch. Right? It was those those Gosh. those running backs. Who else was a? Oh my gosh! What was the guy? That His was, last year, Herschel's last year in 1988 before he was traded. Uh huh. He ran for 1,500 yards. Dude, so he wasn't. Like I wonder he wasn't what some spare. No, I wonder what the overall like, how many steps it took him to get the 1,500 <laughs> yards versus how many steps it took like OJ and Otis Anderson yeah. or another back, yeah. like a really good back back in the day. He probably doubled up the steps. A lot more steps? Yeah, he's. that's probably why he's in such good shape. Is that why he ran like that? Yeah. How'd he run? <laughs> Tiny little steps all over the place. Like to, For him, to, for an average back to run 10 yards, it's like three uh-huh. strides. Okay. So you for wouldn't do it. was like six so strides. So you wouldn't do it? I don't think. I don't think I would do that. Do you believe? Are, do, you, do you believe? Do you believe in Sean? Yes, I do. Okay. So if Sean believes that Drake May is his next Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Why would you care about what he gives up? Because if he's right, then what you give up will be paid off right. in, in, in spades exponentially for years and years. Let me ask you a question. If you believe in Sean. Had you ever heard of Drake May before this year started? Yes. Here's what's becoming apparent if as you listen to just kind of pick up on the chatter uh-huh. what's out there, right? I think a lot of it, people are thinking Drake May is better than Caleb Williams well, now. Maybe, but but what's clear is that it's a two quarterback race at the top. Mm-hmm. That it's that it's Caleb Williams and Drake May, then there's a drop to Jaden Daniels. Okay. Then there's another drop to Bo McCarthy, Nicks. Bo Nix, yeah. Michael Penix and, and that group. But it, it it does not seem that Jaden Daniels is right there with Caleb and Drake. Drake. Yeah, I don't. When how many have you ever heard any good quarterbacks ever come out of North Carolina? Mitch Trubisky just got waved by uh, Pittsburgh. I saw that. There ever been a good quarterback out of Sam Howell? Has there ever been a good quarterback <laughs> out of North Carolina? Uh well no, they're right. Phillip Rivers was North Carolina State. Yeah, NC State. Ross was NC State. Yeah, and then he yeah, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Boy, the answer is no. I can't think of one. Certainly not in the modern modern era. Although the greatest, maybe the greatest football player of all time came out of North Carolina. Really? Yeah. Who? Lawrence Taylor. Oh, Lawrence Taylor went to North Carolina? 
Huh. I, I think so. I don't know why I... 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 You know what? I... I never really thought about where he went to college. That's great. I guess you're right. I'll take your word on it. Will Peterson uh, sharing the uh, early, early, way too early, but uh, early power rankings for the NFL for next season, going into next season, for ESPN. Where do you think they have the Broncos? Oh, the Broncos? That's 24. Close, 23. Oh. That's the bad news. The good news is hmm. they're ahead of the Raiders, who are at 24, and ahead of the Chargers, who are at 25. Wait a minute, I thought the Chargers had Herbert, and I thought the Chargers had Jim Harbaugh. I've, I've heard the same stuff. Although, at the top, they don't have Kansas City. They Top don't? of the power rankings? No. Uh, they Baltimore. do not. Baltimore was the top. They have of the- Baltimore number one, Kansas City number two. Jeez. Going to keep, keep riding that uh, Lamar Jackson horse, huh? All right. Are you kidding me? Eventually. I mean, eventually going to be right. Do you think? Uh, <laughs> I know. I mean. So does that surprise you that, the, at, at least for now, that they have the Broncos? Why would they have the Broncos ahead of both the Raiders and Chargers? I have no idea. That makes no sense. Zero sense. Broncos don't have a they, they, We do not know who their quarterback is going to be next year. Yeah, we don't know necessarily who the Raiders quarterback True, is going to be either. Fair point. But you got Jim Harbaugh and Herbert together. Well, apparently the folks at ESPN aren't as uh, mesmerized by Justin Herbert as a lot of people are. Seem to be. I guess not. So, uh, some other stuff going Wait on. Wait a minute. Both of their initials are J.H. Yes. Jim Harbaugh. I had never thought of that. Right. That's Wait why I'm here. Why? Who are you? Why does that matter? Well, I mean, have we ever had a head coach and a quarterback that have the same initials, I don't, and how have they that's done? It's a, a great question. I, that is a that is an awesome, awesome. Tom question. Brady, TB, yeah. Bill Belichick, right? No, they have both well, have a B in Mike common. Shanahan, MS, John Elway, JE. Nope, 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 nope. No, I, I no, can't. I, no, I'm sure Patrick well, Mahomes, PH. Yeah, oh, I mean P, M. M. <laughs> And Andy Reid, yeah. A-R. Yeah, no, I don't, I no. don't know. I don't know. This could be, this could be, this could be special. This could be special. This could or be it could be those... just messing with the fabric of the universe and you just don't, you know, it's like don't cross streams, man. And what the Chargers are trying to do is just Dan Marino, DM, you. and Don Shula, D. Uh, yes. Some more stuff at uh, denversports.com. Cecil Lammy saying that uh, Reed, Mahomes, and the Chiefs aren't going anywhere soon. He uh, talked about some of the takeaways from the uh, Super Bowl. And and I know you're going to nod your head at this one. Don't forget to run the ball. Mm. What was Kyle Shanahan's biggest mistake as you look back on it? I think not cap well. Obviously, they didn't capitalize in the first half, but that's not the mistake. I think the mistake is is not continuing to impose your will in the running game. In that third quarter, coming out of that third quarter, 
And I know how you feel, like everybody is going to defend that, and they're going to stack the box and get extra guys. So we've got some one-on-one opportunities on the outside. and you know. But to throw it six straight times in two possessions, and you throw it six straight times. Remember, Kansas City got the ball to open up the third quarter. They had the muffed pitch out to uh, uh, to um, oh shoot uh, the the running back um, McCaffrey. No 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 no. Kansas City got the ball. Oh, the pitch out to Pacheco. Pacheco, yeah. thank you uh, to Pacheco. So that was a minus eight, and then on third down he threw the pick. Yeah, that's the opening drive, and then you go pass pass pass, punt it, then. They get it back, and you get it back, and you go pass, 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 punt it. I'm like, at, at some point, you have the great defensive stand. Man, just commit to it. And get yourself in those third down and fours that, you know, you can run it or throw it. I, I just thought I thought those those were the things that bothered me that I thought were mistakes. Yeah, I got to believe that they kept showing Mike Shanahan up there in the in the in the box. I got to believe I, I I don't know, you tell me. I know you wouldn't tell me that. You wouldn't share this. What? But I don't know if if Mike has a direct link down to Kyle while no. he's watching a game. No. 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 Well, then I bet Shanahan was chewing on glass sitting up there watching that sequence the way you just described it cuz mm. I you know Mike Shanahan would have with a running back like Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. And an offensive line that has Trent Williams on it. He'd have been running the football. Um, by the way, just keep pitching it out. The best, the best wide receiving blocking core in football. You see some of those. You see some of those. You know tosses, and the way that guys like Debo and Ayuk and all those guys were blocking. They're absolutely kicking butt out there. Uh, Cecil also writes. Not exactly a newsflash. Patrick Mahomes isn't going anywhere, but it was Cecil's reaction to it that I'd I'd like to get your thoughts on. He writes, the urgency now to find a franchise quarterback is only heightened when considering what Mahomes can continue to do in the AFC West. The Broncos need to find someone who can go toe-to-toe with one of the greatest, if not the greatest, in the history of the position. That's a tall order to be sure. Is that what the goal has to be at the quarterback position? To go toe-to-toe with Mahomes? Yeah. I just think, again, I said this, and I thought this was, you know, this was a colossal mistake by the Ravens. And it almost felt like they were going to prove that we've got a quarterback in Lamar that can out Mahomes Mahomes. Sorry, you don't. Nobody does. So to to have the premise of we've got to find a guy to go toe-to-toe with Mahomes is, I think, is faulty. Because, you know, where are you going to find? I mean, that was that was the that was the belief in the AFC East for twenty years. We got to find a way to. It was always we got to find a way to counter Brady, and we got it was always about Brady. If you look back over the, all those years where Bill, Belichick and Brady were just dominating the AFC East. Wasn't it always, how are we going to build our team to beat Brady? How are we going to beat Brady? Everybody talked about Brady. What are we going to do? How about you just build a great football team? And then you and then you have, your identity can't be, we got to beat Brady. Your identity has got to be, we got to be, we've got to be us. We've got to mm-hmm. be great. 
And so I just think the the whole premise of you gotta you gotta find somebody to stand toe to toe with Mahomes. You gotta like, I'm sorry. Well, you're not gonna find that guy. No, exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. So you've got to have your own. You've got to create your own identity, whatever that is. Now that does involve having a quarterback, though. Of course, you got to. You got to have a really good quarterback. You still have to find a great quarterback. The Broncos proved in the Drew Locke era that you can't go and play a game without a quarterback. <laughs> That's true. They did prove that. They like, did prove they that. Did prove they did that prove that. that. You were the there for triple that Triple option. You called that game. I did call that you game. You called that game. And got a note from the commissioner, too, after I called that game. What, what do you mean, a note from the commissioner? The commissioner sent me a note. Like Roger. a text or, a, or like a letter or what? what? Yeah, like, a, like an email. Oh, really? Yes. And what did it say? said, you took a really difficult situation... And handled it very professionally, and the broadcast was outstanding. Oh, yeah. look at you. Do you think I kept the email? Nope. Delete. Is that because, I didn't say thanks. Is that because you did not reveal the script? Is that because you kept the script to yourself? There was no script. Yeah, that's not the cap. The whole thing about the... Mason, I saw Mason, Andrew Mason, was responding to one of those... He got a tweet about the NFL being scripted. And he's like, you really think with all the people that are involved in the NFL, all the teams, all the people in the front office, mm-hmm. all these years, you don't think that somebody would become disgruntled enough and blow the top off all of it? Right. With... You know, proof and documents and right. all that kind of stuff. There has been none. Mm-hmm. None. Scripted. Come on. Now, bias? Sure. Oh, that's been going on forever. Officials bias? Officials giving this player, this this team a friendly whistle? Sure. So if you if you want to say that that part of the game exists sure I, I won't argue with you I'll let you let you believe that but the, but the idea that it is laid out WWE style scripted stop it stop it get some help yeah yeah that is dumb one last thing here from Cecil he was very excited to see the trailer for the uh, uh new Deadpool movie Deadpool 3 oh, me too which I hope lives up to the hype because is it just me? I know we normally do. Is it just me on Friday? Is it just me? Or has, has the state of movie making never been as bad as it is right now? I I, I just, there there are no good movies anymore. Uh, really? Yeah. Well, or they're, how about this? They're hard to find. Okay. Well, but there's so much, there's so much competition to kick movies out that you're just kicking them out. Like Netflix and all these streaming, you know, services, they're just kicking movie out after movie. Well, I just, I like you, you, you've always been somebody. You and your wife love to go to movies. Yeah. Would, would you, wouldn't you say right now we are in a movie slump? Well, okay. Here's the deal. I don't go to the movie to have some type of life changing experience. I go there to eat popcorn and drink Coke Zero out of a licorice straw that I made. <laughs> I'm a child. You are. You have such simple needs, don't right. you? <laughs> just an absolute child. So I just yeah, like, but even but even in but you still want to be 
You it, still want to enjoy I just want the to be big, entertained. You still want to enjoy the big screen experience. And what I'm yeah. saying is the big screen experience kind of kind of sucks right now. What about are you guys excited for the new Dune? Dune two? Uh, I did not see Dune One. My my children said my children my the movie is targeted towards teenagers. My two teenagers said it was all they could do not to get up and walk out of the first Dune movie. What they thought it sucked. No way. Yeah, Dune. I've That's never. Crazy. I've yeah. not seen Dune. Dune feels like one of those space odyssey things that lasts close to three hours, and they made two of them. Yeah, I cannot. I have a limit on. If I'm going to be there for two hours, like, I need, no, it it's has good. to be really, really sad. Really? Like, yeah, it's good. I, I thought it was great. It's right. beautiful, too. Like, beautiful. I, I forget who directed it, but it looks really cool. I have, I, I'm really excited about, uh, about, um, the movie, uh, what, what, uh, uh Deadpool. Deadpool. Yes, I'm very excited about Because I love, the first two I thought oh, were great. They were great. Love that character. I do too. And it's uh, awesome. what's his name? Uh, Wolverine's part of it too. Oh yeah, because Hugh he Jackman. And, Hugh Jackman, because Jackman and uh, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds are—they are mortal enemies. They're friends, but they pretend to be enemies. So, all right. So Sid says Dune One was great. Anyone else agree with her? Ramoslav.com text line three zero three seven one three one zero four three. So. Uh, you can weigh in on all of that. Lot. We just covered a lot there in Denver Sports uh, front page. Lot to uh, react to. Didn't even get to all of it. Uh, I, there was a Gabe Landeskog article. We'll get to that as well as we uh, move along. But coming up, coming up, time to play a game. Mark loves games as he sips out of his licorice straw. We're going to play a game. A game of what does Sean Payton say Okay. and what does Sean Payton mean next. The power's out at our house. Ah, coffee table. But since our family has storm-ready Wi-Fi from Xfinity, we can stream or game in the dark. As I try and fill around for a seat. Ah, here we go. Oh, who moved the couch? Get storm-ready Wi-Fi only from Xfinity, so you can stay connected for up to four hours, even when the power goes out. Restrictions apply. Limited to customers within range of 4G LTE cellular signal. Speeds reduced to 30 slash 7 megabits per second. Actual speeds vary. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash stormready. You're going to need a bigger boat. It's time for and Evans' big story of the day. Why is just that you're so, you're so big? Here's and Evans with this morning's biggest story in Denver sports. Big mistake. Big. Huge. Let's play a game. Oh, I love games. I love them. Let's play a game of what Sean Payton says. And what does Sean Payton actually mean? Okay. Ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. First one up on his relationship with Russell Wilson. He and I have a great relationship, and I he wants to be back. Mm-hmm. And so that means something. Um, but we'll see. What is he saying? What does he mean? First off, that means something. It means he's going to be sorely disappointed because he's not coming back here. We have a great relationship. Yeah, if he keeps his mouth shut and does what I ask him to do, then everything is cool, copacetic. We're all good. As soon as he doesn't put somebody in motion or doesn't throw it to the right guy, we're going to have a problem. Next, here's Sean talking about what kind of quarterback evaluations he's done already. Already there's stories of us, us trading up. 
trading down, drafting this, drafting that. Our first scouting meetings, we call it the front board meetings, they begin Monday. Okay. I couldn't tell you the jersey number of any of these college players. Do you believe him? Do I be- yeah, do I believe that their their first meeting is today, the what do you call yesterday. it? Yesterday, the upfront meetings or the front scout front meetings? Front board. Front board. The front board meeting. He, he basically said it's like, well, I'll, I'll play the next cut afterwards, but it, it'll explain it. Yeah. You want to hear it? Here, here yeah. it is. Here it okay, is. Go ahead. There's a puzzle. The board flips for all of us. We flip it back. All the pieces are scrambled around. Quarterback's one of them. Um, we have our musts, our needs, and our wants. Can we, can we find that in free agency? Can we find it in the draft? We pick 12th. Um, or is it in the building? And I, and I think that includes Russ. That that discussion has to include Russ. And I think there's this presumption that um, he's not going to be part of the plan, and I recognize why that exists. What's he saying? What does he mean? Um, I think he is. I think he is saying, "Hey, listen, if Russ would be willing." to take a significant pay cut and help us develop, you know, a quarterback that we draft, then could be could he potentially be a part of this? Sure. I love when he says, hey, man, is that guy in the building? That's part of the development process. How many young guys do they have that they think, based on practice, this guy could be our guy. You know, nobody knew who Rod Smith was. Everybody knew who Anthony Miller was. Who's on the ring of fame? Our coaches were smart enough to realize, based on practice and work ethic and everything else, that we've got a guy here that nobody knows about who's going to be a better guy than the all-pro guy we have. I mean that and and that goes on in every building. In every building there are guys that you're really excited about that maybe were late bloomers, maybe came from a college program that wasn't quite, you know, prepping them to play at the NFL level or to study at the NFL level and all that stuff, but uh, after a year of rehab or not rehab, but a year of of development, maybe this guy has what it takes. So there is all those puzzle pieces that they have to kind of piece together. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's an, it's an exciting part of building a football team. I, I just don't buy the idea that he has not begun any kind of evaluations. You're an NFL coach. You're an offensive guy. You know how important the quarterback position is. You just came off a year in which you decided you can't work with the quarterback that you inherited. You're ready to take a, a massive, massive mm-hmm. uh, cap hit just to move on from this guy. I can't believe that you've just been chilling for the last month and a half and haven't been looking at these quarterbacks okay, and so, not forming opinions. All right, so there's there's a difference between gr- like really digging into the film and then getting a cursory look at arm talent, at athleticism, at movement skills, at, you know, at throwing mechanics and all that kind of stuff, all that goes into it. But then I think when you really start to grind down in on the film, how does a guy get from one to two to three? Can he get from one to two to three? Do they put him in the position to go from one to two to three? Or is it, you know, what I've been watching with Oregon, where we're just going to spread you out and pick a target and throw it? Some more here from uh, Sean Payton. What does he say and what does he mean? 
Boy, I hope, I hope, I hope and pray he means this because if so, he validates everything I've been saying about drafting quarterbacks for years. Here's the thing we got to be careful about. If you just jump on the NFL train, then you're like, well, there's six quarterbacks. Take one of them. You know, take Joey Harrington, not Julius Peppers. Mm-hmm. Right? John Fox, Ernie Acorsi. You got to take Harrington. No, you don't. And th- this idea that the NFL bus tells us here are the guys when you and I and all of us know there's only going to be one or two of those guys that we hit on. Yeah. So do we love one in the draft? I, I can't tell you that because we haven't seen him yet. Completely eviscerating the idea that all quarterbacks are created equal. Draft one, anyone, it doesn't matter. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, look at Shannon's nose on TV right now. Is that just the... Is that the lighting in that studio? Because his nose looks like they painted it on orange. Oh, my goodness. He looks like... Uh, wow. That is does. A, that is a bad... That's bad lighting. Or bad makeup. You might want to text him. Dude, tell them to fix the lighting on your nose. <laughs> By the way, Jeff Saturday looks like powder. What the hell is going on at ESPN? Did they cut their makeup artists? <laughs> Then there are no more makeup Dude, artists? Come on, you have both their numbers. Text them right now. Dude, so when, what the when hell's going on So he's, uh, he's referencing Foxy, okay? This is good. Oh, yeah. This is, Sorry, this is good. This is good. That, that, side no, we love, that nose is really... We love Foxy. So Fox, Fox's uh, 2001 Carolina team went 1-15. Uh-huh. And they had the uh, number two overall pick that year. Okay? And so, you, you, you know, people were screaming. Especially since your quarterback had been Chris Wanky, uh, I think he was a Heisman Trophy winner who had obviously become a was a yeah. Was remember a, he was went a to, he went initially out of high school. I believe he went to play professional baseball. So he played professional baseball you know, in the minors for like five years, and then came back to Florida State, became a Heisman Trophy winner, then got drafted. He was like he was like twenty six years old his rookie year, twenty five, twenty six. So. One in 15 with a quarterback that doesn't work, and everyone's clamoring for them to take a quarterback. Instead, they resisted the, you gotta draft a quarterback cry. Uh huh. Passed on Joey Harrington, took uh, Julius Peppers, who went on to become a Hall of Famer. Harrington turned out to be a bust. And then they did go after that draft. What year was that? 2002. And then after that, didn't they go to the Super Bowl and lose to Philly with uh, Jake DeLome? They went to Jake DeLome, and he ended up being the quarterback for four years, and they um, lost to Philly in a Super Bowl. No, not not to the Patriots. To the Patriots. And then went to uh, a conference championship as well. Yeah. Yeah, Julius Peppers was a problem, too. Yeah. Dude was a really good player. So anyway, that's uh, so you think he means that? What he says he means? Oh, absolutely. He's, he's absolutely. He's not going to just pick a quarterback. Any he's quarterback. not just taking any quarterback at twelve because I have to have a quarterback. That's just that that philosophy, and we've heard that on this station for years and years and years. That philosophy is straight stupid. I, I, anybody he, gives you that philosophy, anybody that says that, that is just dumb. That's ignorant. It 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 reeks of. Desperation, and I have no idea what I'm talking about. How much happened? He even like brought up the percentages. It's like what? There's gonna be like six, and what? Maybe two of them work out. Maybe. I'm 
like, yes, see, there you go. You're, you're bringing up the, the, the numbers, the odds, the rate of success. Who, who out there, who out there in their lives listening right now makes a major, major life-defining, life-altering decision based on a 80% failure rate? Yeah. Saying, you know what? I like those odds. I'll take them. For a life-altering decision. Organizations, Mike, organizations that don't care about winning, that that aren't truly committed to championships, that's what they do. Why? Because it appeases fans who don't know anything. It makes fans excited. It builds some, you know, just some overall goodwill toward the fan base. Now we got our guy. Woohoo! And tell our guy isn't our guy anymore. And then we're like, well, let's get the next one. And you just keep on kicking it down the road. Again, I, I am all in favor of finding the right quarterback. I just absolutely want to tear my hair out to the idea of pick a quarterback. No. Pick the right quarterback, and if you don't feel you have the right quarterback, mm-hmm. move on. Don't Correct. just take a quarterback because every, the, the bus is telling you that you're supposed to take a quarterback. Pick the right quarterback, not a quarterback. There is a difference. We'll have more uh, Sean Payton to react to. But up next, one of our very own here at the station believes that Nikola Jokic is ready to become the NBA's version of Patrick Mahomes. Can that happen? That's next. It's Schlereth and Evans on Denver's Sports Station. 104.3 The Fan. You just did it. What's that? That's a great opening. That's a great opening. Deal right there. You just texted Shannon. Yeah, I did. I just texted Shannon and said, dude, your nose looks orange on TV. <laughs> ESPN put some makeup on you. How will he, just me sending how, love. How, you did say, how will he take that? Will he be like, thanks, Stink, or will he be mad at you? No. Will he, he be embarrassed? That'd be thanks, Stink. Like, he that's does, like letting, uh, letting the dude walk around with his booger in his nose. Good point. Or his fly down like or something like that. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. 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 Or your flies open yeah. and your junk. Well, you junk this shit. No, it doesn't. No. Unless you don't have underpants on. Right. If you're going commando. Right, right. Maybe there's a, a maybe the junk yeah. store. Most, most most times when your fly's down, it's not like. No, you're not like you left your. Hanging yeah, out. Like you forgot to put your thing back in when you're going <laughs> pee. Oh, totally forgot about that. Just walking around doing the elephant walk. Oh, jeez. I don't know if you're lucky. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> it's that time of day. I don't know what it is, but I'm a little bit. I mean, I think I got plenty of sleep. Yeah, that's all right. That's okay. It's all right. You were in Vegas all last week. Maybe it's just kind of like a catching up to catching me. up to you that type of thing because you went so hard in Vegas. All those seven thirty to bedtimes did go. I did go hard. Uh just a quick little follow up on our quarterback conversation. You guys are crazy. You have to keep swinging until you get it right no, at the quarterback oh position. God. Yeah, here's the thing though. I I would I would buy into the that idea if teams actually followed through with it. 
See, it's funny because the whole idea of, hey, the beauty of these rookie contracts and everything is that you're not tied down for long. Mm-hmm. You can you can draft a quarterback, and if it doesn't work on, just just move on. Right. But the problem is, is that it seems like not only for the team but also the fan base that aggressive mindset that leads to picking the the young quarterback then gets replaced with real patience and excuse making and let's play the long game and let's give this all the time possible to let it work out what happened to that hmm. that mindset cuz it just seems like the swing for the fences mindset then gets replaced by almost Dick Montfort Rockies like patience right right because right. if if you're if you if you did have that swing for the fences mindset of like all right hey we you know we had this guy for a couple of years it didn't work out draft another one then I could buy into it but I mean look at look at Chicago look at Chicago right. and Fields if 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 they did not have the gift of another first round pick overall pick dropping in their lap they would still run it back with Justin Fields Justin Fields is the perfect example right. of the. Swing for the fences mentality. Okay, you swung for the fences with Justin Fields. To this point, the results are mixed at best, right? Yeah. You got some people who believe in them, some who don't. Okay? Yep. Mixed. So the idea for the swing for the fences crowd should be, absolutely, go draft another one. But instead, what's it been? A lot of, hey, let's wait, let's wait, let's give them more time, let's pull more people around them, let's give them a different coach. And that's what that's what bugs me about the whole swing for the fences mentality because it isn't actually a swing for the fences it's, mentality. This is like Dory. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Yeah, just keep. So I just randomly put this in. You know, for all of you that, for all of you that, that are like, just draft another one. Just I just put in Arizona Cardinals. Quarterback draft. Okay? So it gave me 13 since they moved to Arizona, since they, they became the Arizona Cardinals as opposed to the St. Louis Cardinals. 1988. Tom Tupa, third round. Tim Rosenbaugh, first round. How'd that work out? Jeff Bidwell, 12th round pick. Who cares? Tony Saka, second round pick. You ever heard of him? No. Second round pick. Stony Chase, third rounder. Jake Plummer, second rounder. Love Jake. Everybody loves Jake. But don't you don't even go back that that far. Just just look at Kyler Murray. Yeah, Josh. Ky- hey, Josh McCown, third rounder. But but Kyler Murray was taken first overall. Okay, that's yeah. a, that's a swing for the fences type mindset. Right. We're taking Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. number one overall. Even though going into the whole draft process he was a borderline first round pick uh, okay so you take him number one overall okay swing for the fences right here we are five years later and they're still trying to make it with Kyler Murray and to this point results absolutely mixed and you got Arizona who right now holds the uh, fourth overall pick so is the swing for the fences crowd in Arizona saying absolutely go after another quarterback right but they're not you know, they, they should have been doing that two years ago, but they didn't. So that 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 that's my point, is that if you're going to have that true, aggressive, keep swinging until you find your guy, then then truly live 
and 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 live by that that belief right. rather than replacing it with, well, we got to take our time now. When we got to yeah. got to let it, you know, play out. When did Arizona like Arizona went Rosen, Kyler Murray, when did they go who who was quarterbacking them when they went and played in the Super Bowl and when they had a couple of successful years? Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. Do you know who they drafted and brought in? They brought Kurt Warner in to back up the guy they drafted, Matt Leinart, in the first round. How'd yeah, that work right. out? That's right. They dumped Matt Leinart. Like, at some point, you got to. it's not about where you draft a guy. It's not about you just got to have one. You got to have the right one. So, like, in Arizona's case, I actually give them credit because they were the one team in this whole era of mm-hmm. rookie contracts and everything like that just keep swinging. They actually did that. With Rosen, right? They immediately determined Rosen was a was a bust, and they drafted Murray, which is good for them. They 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 kept swinging, yeah. But then they stopped, right? Right? They didn't. They lost their their nerve, and now they're trying to just kick the can down the road and make it work no, with Kyler Murray. To, they paid Kyler Murray a lot of money, and you know it was one but, of those but things. That's not the definition to keep swinging, is it? Right. It was one of those things when Jeff our our uh, um, Kime was there. Was their GM at the time, and and you know he had told me Steve Kime had told me, hey, listen, man, this is either going to be the ballsiest move in NFL history, and I'm going to get you know lauded for it, or I'm going to lose my job. Right. That he was he stepped down, kind of quote unquote, on his own. But how often do you step down on your own? Like if you're talking about the whole idea that the the beauty, and this goes back to this texture who said, hey, you got to keep swinging at the quarterback position. All right, who are the teams right now? That need to if if that's your mantra, who are the teams at the at, at, with their current quarterback position who have to keep swinging? Um, New England has to keep swinging. Sure, Cleveland needs to keep swinging. Deshaun Watson, there's no evidence whatsoever to suggest that mm-hmm. he's the guy. You got to keep swinging. Right. Pittsburgh needs to keep swinging. I I would say Jacksonville needs to keep swinging. By no means am I convinced Trevor Lawrence is the guy. Indy uh, needs to keep swinging. Well, I guess they got Anthony Richardson, but you got to trust me. A year from now, we'll be having this conversation, and the Colts will need to keep swinging. Titans need to keep swinging. Dolphins need to keep swinging. Wow! Come on, you can't tell me you think two is the, the answer. So, the most accurate quarterback in history. Wow. So I, I'm sorry to sound so snarky. Well, actually, I'm not sorry, but if right. you really truly subscribe to the idea that. You keep swinging at the quarterback position until you find that guy. I just laid out all the fan bases out there who have to look at their current quarterback situation and say, we got to keep swinging. We don't have our guy. Or we're not convinced we have our guy. We don't know. And if you don't know, then isn't that proof that you got to keep swinging? I, I am, you know how I feel about this. I just want... I want to go, this is what I believe, here is what I adhere to, and this is what I'm going to do. And I'm not going to just take a guy for the sake of taking a guy. It's got to be the guy that I believe in. So, anyhow, for whatever that's worth. I did want to pay off this tease. We we talked about the uh, idea, one of our own. It was Zach. Mm. Zach says, Patrick Mahomes, we could be looking at the next Patrick Mahomes in the NBA and that's Nikola Jokic. Does that similarity, does that comparison make sense? We'll debate that next.